Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Your black and gold home for the New Orleans Saints. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah, fucking like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. News all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. And we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sports talk from your favorite sports family. We up in this thing. Appreciate you guys joining us for another episode of the Coma. Much love to the Who That Nation. Happy Thanksgiving. Past Thanksgiving for you guys. Happy holidays to you guys as well. We got a very special guest that will be tuning in that's in for the Sports Coma. This brother knows a lot of the great things that's going on with the 49ers Nation. You always know we like to peek, get the best from the other side to give us some game. This is Mr. Grant Cohn of the Cone Zone. He's in the building. He represents uh, SI. Let me see if I can get that up on there. This is his, his Twitter feed right here, Mr. Grant Cohn over there. He works with the uh, with Fan Nation, all 49 FM and, uh, that's attached to the SI network. And you can see his YouTube page right here. Grant Cone, go over there and subscribe and hit him up. Welcome to the stream, my friend. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, this was a great intro. I love the the No Limit Tank you guy. Everything about this is phenomenal. I'm really excited to be on the show. <laughs> thank, thank you. Well, you know what? It's 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 the. I tell you what, bro. Like I, I'm a um, I'm from this uh, from New Orleans. I'm born and raised in New Orleans. I'm a diehard through and through, black and gold man. Pelican man, LSU. That's that's just what we do. So yeah, we we that's how we rock it. <laughs> I can hear it. You hear it? You heard me? You heard? <laughs> Love it. But hey, Grant, let, let's cover it, man. Let's talk about it, my friend. The 49ers, man, as it stands, man. I was watching some film over them, over the Niners, over the over the uh Thanksgiving, man. 
I've seen the Monday night matchup against Arizona where they just knocked the, the crap out of Arizona 38 to 10. Three-game winning streak. Uh, the 49er club, at first, Trey Lance, you know, had his injury situation, and they were kind of up and down, but looked like they found us, they, themselves over these last three weeks. What are your thoughts on their turnaround right there, my friend? Well, I feel like everyone talks about their offense because the coach is an offensive coach, and there's a lot of stars on the offense. Jimmy, McCaffrey, I, Debo, Kittle, I mean, Trent Williams. So they get a lot of the publicity, but it's a defensive team. And the reason they've sort of found themselves over the last three weeks is because their defense has given up zero points after halftime the last three weeks. Oh, so, yeah. zero. So, yeah, Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy, like, they're, they're doing some good things, but that offense has been inconsistent. Like, just two weeks ago, the offense looked pretty bad against the Chargers, who are going nowhere. But this defense has been consistently great, especially after halftime. And it's like we're sort of waiting for – someone to show the league what to do against this Niners defense. Like Andy Reid eviscerated it. But unless, I mean, he kind of runs a particular offense. He's got the best quarterback. No one else has been able to replicate what he did. So here's the Saints opportunity to show the league what works. And if it's not the Saints, the next week it'll be the Dolphins, which is very interesting because Mike McDaniel came from the Niners. So the next few weeks, this defense may get not exposed, but right now there's no book on what to do against this defense. They're that good. Well, yeah, I agree, man. I was looking at the film, man. They're rated, I think they're rated number one in the, if I'm not mistaken, they're number one in the NFL, aren't they? I believe so. In yards, I believe so. I'm not sure about points, but I think they're maybe fourth in points allowed. It's amazing, man. Yeah, Yeah. they've definitely turned it out. And you're right. I mean, some of the weapons they have is phenomenal. Uh, But, yeah, that's the sticking point. of We we talk talk about going into it with the Saints against the 49ers club. What I noticed about the 49ers is that they have solid play at the quarterback position. I knew Trey Lance was supposed to be the guy. Uh, he got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo, they they were thinking about trading him. They kept him. Good thing they did. A great. Uh, and he come in there. He's, Jimmy's looking pretty good. 15 touchdown versus uh, four picks on the, uh, on the year. He's playing pretty phenomenal for him right now. So, and Christian McCaffrey averaging 4.4 yards on the carry. And I'm seeing, as you see, the stat leaders for the Saints is Andy Dalton averaging what he's averaging, 14 touchdowns versus seven interceptions, 18, 19 on the pass, 21, 59 by Jimmy. Kamara, 5'11 versus 209 by Christian McCaffrey. Chris Olave, just phenomenal. 51 catches for 760 versus Brandon Ayuk's 46, uh, six hmm. touchdowns on that 587. So, yeah, it, it, and the real phenomenal thing about Chris Olave that I'm looking at, man, the guy averages 15 yards every time he catches the ball. This, we, I mean, we're just truly fortunate to have – pick this guy up to help out the offense. But what do you thought? Let's delve into it like this. When you look at the 49ers against the Saints, what do you think that'll be one of the key things that the 49ers would do against the Saints defense? I know our Saints defense, like you say, the defense for the 49ers is a, is, is a, is the, I guess you would call them the Batman versus the Robin. The The 49ers defense is the leader of the team. It's the same way with the Saints. Our defense is the leader of the team. Even though they're up and down, this is this is how it's obviously set up. Our offense follows suit. What do you think that the three things that the 49ers could do to beat the Saints? Well, right now, the Niners are, are winning on offense based on talent. I mean, they have five eligible receivers in the pattern every time they that are wet, that are dangerous. When they right. pass, they got McCaffrey in the flat, Debo, Ayu, Kittle, uh, as well as Kyle Juszczyk or Juwan Jennings. Each one is, is dangerous. So really, you need DBs who can match up. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the Saints do. Like the, I, I, I don't know who's healthy, but I, I know from afar that the Saints are one defense that has done very well against Brady. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, and that's not because, I mean, Brady has weapons, but the Saints do well. And so if, if they can do well against Brady, like Jimmy's like a knockoff target version of Brady, right? He doesn't throw down the field. He doesn't make as good of decisions. But he's he's similar in the sense that he wants to stand in the shotgun and get the ball out of his hands really fast. So if you have a really good defensive backfield like New Orleans has that can play press man coverage and sort of take away the quick throws and force Jimmy to stay in the pocket, and maybe there's you have a couple of pass rushers, and now you get Jimmy moving under pressure, you're you're in good shape. You're in good shape. And then you got to stop the run too. So there's a lot you got to do against the Niners offense, but at the same time, They've had a lot of trouble scoring in the red zone this year. It's not as good of an offense as you would think. They've only really had success against their divisional opponents. When they face non-divisional opponents, they're averaging 19 points per game, and they're 2-4. Mm-hmm. and four. 
So they're coming off an emotional win. It's a short week. They just did all this traveling last week. This is a great time for the Saints to beat the, to play the 49ers. I'm not saying the Saints will beat them, but this is exactly when you want to face them. Yeah, you know what? You know what, Grant? You made mention of the fact that you talked about the Miami Dolphins and the head coach having history with the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, the Dolphins are playing phenomenal football, man. A lot of people didn't think that they would be there, but they look really good. So maybe it could be the fact that the 49ers, in your opinion, like what you're saying, and I can see that they're overlooking the Saints looking at the Dolphins matchup. So, yeah, that that could be problematic. Uh, and that does happen. If I look it happens at- all the time. Happens oh, yeah. all the time. And, and, and for, for Saints fans that don't know, the Niners spent the entire week last year in Co- – excuse me, the entire week last week in Colorado Springs preparing for the altitude of Mexico City. So they did a lot of traveling. Uh, they were gone for a week. I, I'm, I was gone too. I'm 34, but I'm tired. I didn't play the game. I can only imagine that it was kind of exhausting, and then winning like that was emotionally uh, kind of cathartic. And now it's a short week. You're tired. You're looking to the Miami game, and I wonder if they'll have the same level of urgency for the Saints game that they will that they had last week that they're going to have the week uh, after. Because this Niners team is a team that has played down to opponents many times. They lost to the Bears. They lost to the Broncos. They lost to the Falcons. They lost by two touchdowns to the Falcons. I was there. It was they, they got destroyed. So this this Niners team is very talented, and they could win the Super Bowl, but they could also lose to the Saints this weekend. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's news to a lot of who that's ears. Even though, Grant, you you think about what we uh, deal with here, we're not. And, and this is to keep it a, a buck fifteen, as I call it, a hundred. With you about what's going on with the Saints inside it, Dennis Allen to me has uh, lost a lot of faith in the, a lot of the who that's here. That's okay. how he handled the Jameis situation. Uh, uh, who the Saints invested twenty million uh, plus twenty million plus over Jameis for the you know on Jameis for over the next two years, and now he's systematically alienated Jameis. Jameis is coming out you know with interviews uh, speaking to which which kind of showed the micro fractures and cracks in the Saints underbelly. Jameis is healthy. He is healthy enough to play. He said that he's healthy oh, enough to play. Okay. So, so and so Dennis Allen is sticking with Andy Dalton. He's sticking with Andy now. Oh, the wow. pressure the pressure was on him. Uh, to you know, make a decision because Andy Dalton was coming off one of his worst performances on the the uh, the, the loss the, the the last loss we had, and it was a lot of pressure for him to make a QB change, not just from the who that nation, the media were involved, and he ultimately said he looked at it and then made a decision to go back to Andy Dalton. Just so happens that Andy Dalton had one of the best games of his Saints of his Saints career anyway uh, last week against the Rams. Which if certain the Rams are terrible. The I Rams know. are so bad. Jimmy played well against the Rams a few weeks ago. Yeah. Sorry. Jimmy no, and Andy no. Dalton are yeah. similar, man. They're similar, I think. Inconsistent, can have good games, don't have yeah. big arms, not playmakers. Right. And, and Sorry. That, yeah. No, no, that's that, that yeah. that's my my thinking on it. I'm thinking he's a guy that's a backup. I, he shouldn't be in there for more than a month month worth of games, in my opinion. If you good, if you if your starter's ready to go. But outside of that, it's just this right now, the Saints have underperformed. On nearly every every me- measurement, you're talking about a team that was a couple of players off from being a playoff team last year, having a deep playoff run, and they're sitting up here what at four and seven right now. So the who that nation is not split. The majority of them are already have, is signing uh, petitions to have them fired. I mean, uh, there's hashtag Dennis Allen. Yes, it, 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 are they just not playing for him like like they played for Sean Payton? Uh, they're not. I mean, okay. if you put okay. Sean Payton or any competent head coach, you don't have to be. Uh, coach no. Peyton, it could be Brian DeBowl that was that ran, running any competent head coach uh, uh, that that's over the team that's respected would have this talent playing at a high level. But as you can see, four and seven right now, totally not what you know what do that nation mm. expected. So it's a lot of angst and pressure on him to perform. So that's kind of that's music to that ears to hear that because the Saints have to beat the the Forty Niners and then right after you guys is a Monday night matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who leading this thing. So we need to kind of have a two game. Winning streak, actually, three-game winning streak, yeah. which Dennis Allen has won two games in a row before. Okay. His first year with the Raiders. I researched it. At first, I didn't think so, but I looked it up, and it was against the Jaguars and then against the yeah uh, Mahomes, the Chiefs. Okay. So he beat the so, Jags and the Chiefs, but that's the only time it's ever been done in his career. So the Saints are going to fight. Like, like the, the Cardinals just laid down. They quit. I mean, it was it was Mexico City. The elevation was tough, but they didn't even prepare for it. They quit. This is a team that, even though they're four and seven, they're only like two games out of first place, like a game and a half out of first place, right? Yes. They're yeah. in it, so they're not going to come across country and be like, ah, "We're not as good as the Niners. Let's just get out of here." Like this mm-hmm. is going to be a serious. Were the Niners nine point favorites? I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a closer game. Mm-hmm. 
I yeah, I, I agree, yeah. Grant. I think it's it'll be closer. But the thing is, like I've said, I have faith in the team, not so much in Dennis Allen. I'm, you know, I, I told you I'm from New Orleans, but in this instance, dealing with uh, about Dennis Allen, I'm from Missouri. You're gonna have to show me. You okay. got to prove to me that you can take this team and and get them where they belong and and, and save the day. Let me ask you a question, because really this this game's gonna come down to. Can the Saints score in the second half against the 49ers? No one's done it in the last three weeks. Do they have enough offense, creativity, talent to do it? What, what do you think? Yes. Okay. They do. But the, the, like I said, you got it's a lot of playmakers. A lot, a lot of it. people don't know these Kamara. guys. Jawan, well, Kamara's there. You know, Taysom's there. Right. There's, there's second layer players that also a lot of people are not very familiar with. Obviously, you know about Taysom, you know about Kamara, you know about Chris Olave. Yeah. But there are other guys there. There's uh, guys like Rashid Shahid, that I kick return okay. guy that's very special. Jawan Johnson, who's another tight one end. of our good, the, the tight end turn, you know, yeah. from the wide receiver. And there's several yeah. other young players there as well that help the Saints offense go. You know, okay. so this time okay. around, looking at the injury report, there are a lot of guys that were out the previous mm. game, but you're seeing Lattimore, that he's practicing okay. the game, Cam is practicing. Okay. So the Saints are getting healthier at the right time to take on the 49ers. So, it's it's about the team realizing that it's in our hands and we have to step up. If they beat the 49ers, this is definitely a confidence-building win. Not so much with the Rams, like you say. Rams were terrible. I mean, the Chargers just took the Niners down to the wire without Mike Mike Williams or Keenan Allen, and they were in it till the very end. So you got a chance, uh, but still you got to score after halftime somehow. I I don't know what the the magic recipe is, but you got to find something. That, and Grant, you're right. And, and and let me not forget Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry had some some performance too. So the Saints do have weapons. That has been the maddening aspect of why the mm. Saints end up here at four and seven. It's ridiculous. With all of the talent that we've had, we should be a lot better. So they're trying to salvage the season somewhat here uh, and come from behind, like you see, you say so yourself. The NFC South is uh, is terrible. It's yeah. terrible to be a. You know what jumpstart the Saints season? Beating the 49ers. <laughs> Yes, that would get things going. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. That, that would be probably the biggest win of the season because the, the, the 49ers are the real deal, man. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, like if you look at the, the statistics here, I was looking over the statistics here. Uh, the Saints score per game, what, 22.6 as 15th ranking NFL versus the Niners, 23.6, which is good for 12 points. Okay. Again, Saints give up 24.3. And, uh, you know, that's why they okay. under the 500 marker. You look at the Niners, third in the NFL, only allowing 17.3. That's ridiculous, right. man. So they're mm-hmm. really good. So <clears throat> we're going to have to test this team. we got to play a lot better than what the hell we've been playing. But I was looking at the rushing yards per contest right here. Let me see if I can count. Can you see that, Grant? Is that is that clear for you? Can you see that, buddy? Yeah, I can see it perfectly, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so, yeah, the passing yards per game for the Saints is 253.8, which is top 10. It's eighth. Twelfth is the Niners at 245.3. And, of yep. course, you look at the rushing yards per game. The Saints is 15th in the NFL, where the Niners is 12th. Uh, Damn, 127 yards per game. The Niners are, are uh, rushing that thing. And, and like you said, you look at the defense here, 32 to 32 sacks here. The Saints dead last in the NFL. And then picks the Niners are uh, eighth in the game with uh, nine of them. And so, like I said, it's a lot of really great statistics Ooh, that the okay. 49ers looking at. So, But hold on. On offense, th- those offenses look very similar. They do. I'm just saying. And so the, 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 the Saints defense is underperforming. The Niners defense has been great. Um but we'll see what happens in this game. You know, it looks like the Saints have do have some. Looks like they can move the ball on offense. Well, don't get don't get fooled on a lot of that too, Grant. A lot of that stuff is garbage time performances ah, by, by Andy it. Dalton. That's how a lot. That's why it says like if people who don't know that see Dalton say, "Damn, Dalton been balling this year. Look, he got such and such amount of yards." Yeah. A lot of that was in garbage time and Saints losses. Well, let me tell you something about the Niners defense because I'm just telling you how great it is. But it does have weaknesses, and it's been exposed by the Chiefs. So here's what. The Saints need to tell themselves. Eric Armstead hasn't played in about two months, and he didn't practice Wednesday. I, I don't know. He's, he has like two. It's like a stress fracture in one ankle and plantar fasciitis in another foot. Uh, not sure he's going to play. So without him, the Niners essentially have Nick Bosa, and their sack numbers haven't been great during this stretch. Even though the defense has been great, so they're not really getting an interior pass rush. If one guy, so that's good. And then in, in the secondary, they lost Emmanuel Mosley, the cornerback for the year. He was playing really well. His backup, Diamond Lenore, hasn't really gotten tested much the last few weeks because the Niners, you know, they faced the Rams, the Chargers, and Colton Coy. So there's an opportunity there. Uh, they have a, a, a first-year starter, strong safety, in Talano Hufunga, who's a playmaker. He's instinctual, but 
for every play he he makes, he gives one up. And he gave up a long touchdown a few weeks ago. So they're up. And then you got Tavarius Ward, who the Niners paid a lot of money for, who, I mean, the Chiefs roasted him. And wow. they, with Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the Niners gave up a bunch of catches to DeAndre Hopkins last week. Like, there are opportunities against his defense. It's just, I mean, is Andy Dalton good enough? You know what I mean? Like, can he do it? And if not, maybe two or next week. That's the mad to think about it. The Saints yeah. offense, and a lot of that, what you're saying, you're very, it's very true, but it's, it's they're so unpredictable, especially with Andy Dalton at the helm. And I think if they can mimic the performance that they had last week when Dalton had 40 snaps at the quarterback, Taysom had 17. And you're mixing them in, in, in between the two that as long as they try to squeeze Taysom Hill out to the field because he's so impactful. Mm-hmm. You make you make him a running back. Last week he averaged six yards per rush. So mm-hmm. Taysom, regardless of where you play Taysom at, he's an impact player there. So the Saints have been doing a good job over last week getting him in there. But once again, like I, I take that with a grain of salt, it was the Rams. And I am cognizant to realize that had um, Stafford not got hurt, the Rams more than likely would have beat the Saints because the Ram, the Saints had no answer for Stafford in the first half. When the defense came on and they started to sack him and knocking him around, and then in the last sack, he got hurt some kind of way and they had to put the backup in there. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Tis the season to give something delicious. Give the gift of gourmet Italian foods with Delalo's handcrafted gift collection. With over 50 thoughtfully curated options or the ability to build your own, these collections are perfect for foodies, family, and friends. From gourmet pastas, olive oil, and biscotti to epic antipasti and charcuterie boards. And of course, irresistible Italian sweets and snacks. They have it all. Give the gift of culinary delight with Delalo's gift collection. Shop today at Delalo.com. Happy gifting their offense their passing game disappeared but prior to that that guy was averaging 9.4 yards per throw Uh, the saints did not have an answer for him or their rushing attack which was the worst in the nfl they averaged 60 something odd yards a game but they left with 180 something if i'm not it's ridiculous so the saints defense at times could be dominant but but the interior defense which is very very crazy to me that in past years the saints interior defensive line would just just hold you down it would smother you i mean some of the most unknown offensive lines and running backs i call them the back of the back 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 up ass running backs will get in here and it will have tremendous success against the saints Mm. defense so this is something we have to do if we're trying to make a playoff run here the saints have to fix that leaky interior defensive line and not allow people to get the yardage because you got christian mccaffrey coming in here and he's a beast, and I'm thinking nah, because Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell's the Mitchell. guy. See, here's the thing with the Niners. They're a little bit different than they were in the past. In the, in, the, in the past, they would run the ball. You'd think, okay, under center, outside zone, either with a toss or a stretch play. They don't do that anymore very well. Their entire under center offense sucks, and they've just gone to shotgun Jimmy Garoppolo, New England. And so their running game is now shotgun between the tackles, and it's not that great for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Mitchell is the guy you got to worry about, and he's going to get you right between the tackles. He's really really good he's averaging 5.7 yards per carry he's better than as a runner he's better than McCaffrey uh more powerful tougher to bring down really good if you can't stop Elijah Mitchell you're gonna you're probably gonna lose to the 49ers if you can stop Elijah Mitchell you got a chance yeah and that's the thing that's that's one of the things I remember Elijah Mitchell from uh from Louisiana man I remember them we drafted you got two really good uh running backs from down here by the way uh Elijah Mitchell and TYP from LSU he was a guy that uh uh, right that's right. Uh, yeah, That's I love right. both of those guys. So, yeah, you got some talent up there in, in San Fran land. But, yeah, you're right. The rushing attack is a part of this game. We have to be able to chop that off uh, gotcha. where we smothered him out. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know, uh, Garoppolo, and kind of ruffle his feathers, so to speak. We got to get to Jimmy and ruffle his feathers. Tell me about your offensive line, Grant. You said the offensive line. How do you feel about the offensive line? Are they a talented union? What would you rate them in the NFL? I mean, they've been performing very well, but I think they've been kind of punching above their weight. And I think they got exposed a little bit against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been the best team against the Niners so far. They did a few things really well against the Niners. Uh, but they have Chris Jones and Frank Clark, 
who are just really big, and they overpowered the Niners' offensive line in that game. Uh, Mike McGlinchey is a liability at right tackle. Wow. Um, he's a straight-up liability. The right guard, Spencer Burford, is a rookie who's like 21, so inconsistent. The center is Jake Brendel, who's 30 and starting for the first time in his career. He's just a guy. And then on the left side, you got Trent Williams, who's great, and you got um, Aaron Banks, who's playing very well as a first-year starter. The other thing about the Niners, Trent Williams tips plays. You can watch it. When he lines up with his left foot back, it's a pass. When he lines up with his left foot uh, on the line of scrimmage or next to his right, it's a run. So there's that thing going on with the 49ers too. But yeah, I mean, like really, if, if you can press play press man coverage, match up, feel confident with your DBs matching up against the Niners' weapons, and then give the pass rush a chance. Uh, I think what everyone's like, oh, the Niners are playing so well in pass protection. Jimmy is getting the ball in shotgun and throwing the, the ball as quickly as he can. I mean, it's just check down, check down, check down, check down. If you can take that stuff away and force Jimmy to actually stand in the pocket and face a pass rush, he did, if you watch that game against the Cardinals, there was no pass rush in the game. And right. he said, well, Jimmy was great. If he could play like this every week. Well, I mean, he, he doesn't get to face the Cardinals every week. Now, right. you tell me, can, can, the, can the Saints pull this off? Can they play press, make Jimmy hold the ball and, and, and get someone in his face? Because Jimmy's pretty mediocre when that happens. Yeah, I think they could. If 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 Marshawn Lattimore is good to go, Grant, uh, that 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 solidifies our cornerback tandem. I think Alante Taylor, our second round draft pick from out of Tennessee this year, uh, has really had a baptism by fire. Uh, he had a, a a couple of weeks ago, he had a not too good performance as they were targeting him in there. That's probably the roughest game, but he responded with a very good game. Alante special, and of course, if we can get Lat well, Lattimore's first time in several weeks, a long time since he's played. That he's practicing again. If he's good to go, that gives us uh, Lattimore, Adebo, and uh, and Elante Taylor in forms of solid tandem and cornerback. So if we can get right. those guys back, I think we could be able to uh, pose the problem to Jimmy that way. That's that's the way I look at it. If the Saints defense matches up well with the Bucks offense and Brady, then mm -hmm. you got a chance against the Niners offense because it's very especially now. In the past, the Niners were trying to use uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. They were trying to get him to learn and run Kyle's offense. But now, I mean, he's, not, he's a free agent next year. They've already tried to replace him. It's like, whatever, let's just get through the year and play however you want to play. So now he's back to playing New England style, which is what he did when he first got here. It's just put him in the shotgun, let him see the whole field. Don't make him turn his back. He's not a cerebral quarterback. He doesn't see the field that well anyway. Let him just get the ball out of his freaking hands with his quick release and take the decision-making out of it. And that's been working pretty well so far. But, I mean, Saints have done well against that. So it's an interesting matchup. Yeah, it is. It, and and like I said, it's it's absolutely tremendous. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, if the Saints could beat the 49ers, man, I mean, if the mindset is right and they come in there, uh, focus and, and attention to detail, which Dennis Allen is none of those things, but perhaps this is the team. Perhaps the team is saying, listen. Dennis Allen is none of those things. That's really funny. Things. I got one more suggestion for the Saints because I'm trying to help <laughs> just to make the game interesting. Uh, the way you want to attack the Niners on defense when you run the ball is you want to run at Nick Bosa. Do not run away from Nick Bosa. Because some, some teams get scared and they're like, oh, he's great. We got to go at the other side. No, 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 no. Nick Bosa, and if you watch the Chiefs play the Niners, this is what Andy Reid always said. He did it in the Super Bowl. He did it a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Nick Bosa is a little undisciplined. He gets upfield very quickly. Mm -hmm. So you want to run jet sweeps at him. You want to mm -hmm. run screens at him. He's a little undisciplined, and sometimes he can be one-dimensional as a pass, as, as just a pass rusher. Mm -hmm. Andy Reid makes him like a liability in the run game by running at him and mm -hmm. using his undisciplined style of play against him. So that's the best chance you got. And it's like yeah. just sweeps, misdirection stuff. When the Chiefs play the Niners, they run the ball a lot, and they're mm -hmm. good at it. And that's yeah. not something that teams do. And it's not up the middle. It's at the edge of Bosa, outside, at Bosa, a bunch of different ways. It's very interesting to see to see wow. Andy redo it. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting there because mm -hmm. I would think when watching the 49ers on film, uh, with Fred Warner and how those guys play, they play pretty fast sideline side to sideline. Side side so yep. I was wondering, I was like, yeah, it would be interesting that we minimize uh, uh, trying to run stretch plays because I know that that's the recipe for disaster against a fast team to sideline. Well, Andy Reid does it with a lot of misdirection. He does it with a lot of misdirection. Okay, he, he's not like you. just like, let's like stretch to the sides, like up. Yeah. He was doing uh, jet sweeps with Mecole Hardman. The Niners were like totally on their heels. They didn't see it coming. So it has to be okay. a little bit. Uh, you're trying to get Nick Bosa uh, to think it's a pass and to be right. pretty much surprised. And he is a lot. Sometimes he's just flat out surprised. Damn, that's, that's great yeah. intel, bro. I appreciate you dropping that on <laughs> 
hopefully we can take this this video, bro, and send it to their ass. Maybe not Dennis Allen, but perhaps to one of his assistants, because we know that I don't know if he got three brain cells to rub together at this point. But uh, but this is the thing also too, Grant. And just to the who that nation. Oh yeah, it's 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 hard Jeez. down here, bro. It's well, here's hard. the thing. I'm from Oakland. Okay. okay, Dennis Allen was the coach out here. We already know. Yeah, we already know. I mean, this yeah. is old news. I feel so I mean, bad for you guys, man. Right? Why you didn't tell us about this, bro? I'm from Oakland, I mean, man. Like the, the the reputation with him with the Raiders was that he could when like when he'd be walking down the hallway in the facility, he would come across anyone, he would like look down in a way. Like not that he was arrogant. He just literally had almost like a social phobia. Like he couldn't make eye contact with people. He was most confident, most comfortable in his room drawing stuff. It's like, dude, you're a head coach now, man. You got to actually talk. You got to actually make, look people in the eye and say hello, shake hands, all that stuff. He seemed like he didn't have a leader mentality, a leader personality. I'm sure he's a good coordinator though. Yeah, he's a hell of a coordinator. Yeah. You know? He's a hell yeah. of a coordinator, uh, uh, just yeah. not a coordinator coach. He can't do both. He's, he kind of stinks at that consistently. Oh, he's trying to do both right now? He is calling players. Uh, yeah. So that's why the defense is underperforming. And it, 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 uh, he can't do both. Is a hey, well, and that's what's happening with the Niners. With the Niners right now, they lost Mike McDaniel, who was the offensive coordinator. Now you got Kyle doing the offense and the team, and they're six and four, and the offense is just getting its stuff together now. So similar, although the Niners have probably more talent than the Saints. Well, I tell you, do you have co-coordinators? Do you guys have somebody you can't make the call on one guy? So you said, you know what? Both of you guys finished first place. You are both co-coordinators. The Niners have a run game coordinator. They have a pass game coordinator, but. Not losing Mike Brady. McDaniel, no. Losing Mike McDaniel seemed to really hurt them the first half of the year. But now, what they what they've done on offense, they were a run first team, and the league has pretty much figured out their run game, and we're shutting it down. They brought in Christian McCaffrey, didn't change anything. But now they're a pass first team. In the mm. first half against the Cardinals, they threw twenty one passes and ran seven times, and it worked. Mm. And they got a lead, and then they bring in Mitchell, and he wears you down the second half. So the Niners going to be throwing. That's what they do now. Their their whole under center run game thing doesn't work. They're really relying on Jimmy and their weapons. So if you're going to beat the Niners, you have to have DBs who match up confidently in press man coverage, and you have to have a couple pass rushers. You got to be ready to stop the pass. Cam and Davenport supposed to play in this matchup. We didn't have. You got a, a chance. You got a chance. You got a chance. And again, this is a team, the Niners. That are two. They're two and four outside their division. Score 19 points per game, and it's like why. Well, they lost Mike McDaniel. He might have been the brains of the operation. Yeah. He's not doing game plans anymore. The, right. they, the Niners know the, Car the Cardinals. They faced the Cardinals a million times, the Rams, the Seahawks. They don't know the Saints as well. Right. So every time they face a team they don't know super well, they underperform. And it's like nine, they, they had 13 points entering the third quarter against the Chargers two weeks ago. Two mm -hmm. weeks, and they didn't have Joey Bosa. They didn't have J.C. Jackson. Like they couldn't, the, the Chargers had the worst run defense in the league coming into that game. They completely shut down Christian McCaffrey. So there is something a little off about the Niners. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's something a little off about it. You yeah. know what? Three, yeah. Yeah. You, you, I'm, I, man, listen. You know, like early on in the season, I, I, I kind of glanced at the Niners and I seen that they went with Trey Lance. And I said, this will be interesting. Then I found out to Trey Lance because they was trying to trade Garoppolo. Early on, and they, and they decided couldn't get anything from him because he was hurt. Right now, he's healthy. He's playing well, but the thing yeah. is, he he gets hurt. I mean, he's played eight games this year. Okay, cool. He did this last year too. Can you make it the next eight? Can you stay healthy? Can you keep this up? He's an inconsistent quarterback. Does and last week, he didn't get touched. What? Grant, does he have confidence in that O line? You said McGlinchey is a is a liability. Does he have confidence in his O line standing in front of him? I mean, you they they I know he the 49ers offense mimic a lot of what the NFL is doing right now. I call it the infinite shotgun. The majority of the team spend them more than half of the game in the shotgun because of I guess because they don't have a lot of them don't like how the offensive lines are performing. So you see you see all these guys, yeah, in the shotgun, eliminating the blind side, letting the quarterback by a few milliseconds or whatever it is so they can and just get the ball out of your hands just getting the ball out and like relying on your playmakers to, you know after the catch which is what the Niners are built to do so right. you got you got to tackle you got to play press man you can't give up quick quick passes you can't give up but the thing that's interesting about the Niners is so they want to throw screens they don't really have any counter off of that they're not going to do like a fake screen pump and go Jimmy doesn't throw down the field they want to run the ball but they don't really have a play action game off of that Jimmy doesn't want to throw down the field so you have to be able to take away their quick horizontal passing game mm -hmm. if you can do that and stop the run you just might win but no one's done that the last few weeks 
hopefully we be we can be able to do that, Grant. We yeah. shout out to the Who That Nation, man. We talking to Mr. Grant Cone. He's in the building representing the Cone Zone. He's on Twitter, YouTube. The man, obviously, he's spitting fire. You hear the man, you know what he's talking about. He's giving you tendencies on players. Uh, Trent Williams, see that game plan right there on Trent Williams. If you had an astute uh, defensive staff, they'd have that on the scouting report. Oh, the word is out on that. We, I mean, we, we interviewed the, the Niners offensive line coach, and he was like, yeah, I've been talking to Trent about that. You know, uh, <laughs> we, you know, Trent really likes to do it, but I kind of try to explain him like, yeah, man, but it, it sort of tips off the rest of the defense about. So, yeah, they're working on that. He, he, yeah, he an inside man. That's what. He, yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, Niner fans. But yeah, that that's the thing. But but uh, let you do score predictions, Grant. I do, um, and I should have one right now because it's Friday. But I don't have one for you. What, what do you what, what are you thinking, man? What are you thinking, <sighs> man? I, I'm 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 thinking maybe I'm thinking a close game. I'm not thinking nothing where you know something ridiculous. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think this will be a close game. I think it'll more than likely come down to something between a touchdown and a field goal and a touchdown somewhere in there, seven points, maybe three. So I mean, I'm, I'm calling maybe uh 28, 24, something like that, 28, 27, maybe something like that in the middle ground right hmm. there. That's what I'm looking at. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I actually think it's going to be a little lower scoring than that. I, I don't know. I don't have a lot of confidence that New Orleans is going to score in this game. I think He's the Niners defense up. is pretty legit. And I don't have a lot of uh, respect for Andy Dalton. Sorry, it's Andy. Well, Dalton. Uh, well, that's Andy yeah, Dalton. It, yeah, I know Andy Dalton. It's Andy, is, it's Andy, Andy Dalton. Yeah, Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Like just, if they, if you told me that they were going to bench him and play Jameis Winston, I'd be like, oh, okay, let me reconsider. But it's Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah. But Sorry, see, that's, that's the yeah. no, no problem at all. Yeah. I, I appreciate yeah. the truth. But see, yeah. that's why. I so I'm, I'm thinking more like more like 23-16, something like, more like that. Like the I don't really expect the Niners' deep offense to score a lot of points. I think the, the Saints' defense is going to show up and match up. But uh, Andy Dalton's going to have to put up some points in this game against one hell of a freaking defense. One hell of a defense. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll they, see. Start, they start rattling this bell and knock him around. He, his does eyes. Sean, does Sean Payton call up uh, Dennis Allen, help him game plan? And be like, hey, I think you no. might want to do no, no. Sorry. You know, and that's the thing yeah. about Dennis Allen. There, there were suggestions made that maybe does this guy know anybody? Does he know any old coaches that he can come on and bring on as a, a consultant? Perhaps? It's always a good question. What is his network? His yeah, network is Sean Payton. Right, yeah. His, his network is Sean Payton, yes. Yeah, yeah and I think Coach Payton too busy handling his own business right now. And Dennis Allen said, hey, man, you're a head coach now. You took the job. You're going to have to come up with your own stuff. Pretty you much. Know, so, yeah. yeah, so I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, you, I, I, I can see what you're saying in terms of that. Yeah. Game plan being like that, Grant. No, that's that's totally fine. 49ers defense, I was looking at them. They're all serious. Here's the thing with Andy Dalton. He can't turn the ball over. You can't. And it looks like he's been doing that a little bit this year. Uh, Jimmy, the one thing about him is in the past, he used to throw a lot of picks. This year, he's done four. So mm-hmm. if if Andy Dalton's going to throw a pick or two, it's not you're not going to win. So he's got to play not only like mistake-free, but he's also going to have to make some plays and but, hey, at least you should know that the Niners' offense probably isn't going to score more. I mean, again, the score, they're averaging 19 points per game against. So if, if you could just get 20, 22, you might win. But you're going to have to find a way to get 20, 21, 22 points. You, I, it's, I it's, not, I, I, it's not I, I, insurmountable. No, it's not. But if the, the, it's the way they mix Dalton and Taysom Hill together. That's the thing. Yeah. 
Okay, 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 okay. Taysom, Taysom is is they mixed them in there and they kind okay. of throw defenses off. Okay, they go this guy, and now All they right. let Taysom throw the ball, which is another component that he's getting used to. So hopefully that'll be enough to kind of kind of spin them around a little bit. But before it's going to take some serious creativity to put up twenty points against his defense. So yep, yep. They're holding you to what seventeen a game, Grant? Is that was that what the tally is on it? Seventeen. But here's the thing. Again, so the, the Niners when they got smacked by the Chiefs, they had just spent the week on the East Coast because what the Niners like to do is if they have back to back East Coast games, they'll stay out there and not come back. So they like acclimate themselves and they don't get what. Okay, so when they come back though, they're exhausted and then they then they get. Uh, jet lag, and they get smacked in that first game back from the East Coast. So I, they're not jet lag, but they just spent six days, you know, in the snow, and then in Mexico City. Are they tired? I, wh- what are they going to look like? It's a, it's a short week. They were just on the road. They did a bunch of extra travel. In the past, when they do that, they lose. But they're not coming back from the East Coast. I'm just curious nope. to see. This is a great time to face the 49ers. Great time. Andy, play your best. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, listen to man, listen to Grant and they play your best. And also the 49ers are pretty good at home, Grant. They're three and one. That's at right. Home. Well, not, That's right. not bad. And the Saints are one and three on the road. The one, so, the one game they lost at home was to the Chiefs. To the Chiefs. Yeah. 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 See that? So they're pretty damn good at home. Yeah. The Saints are not good at on the road. The Saints are one and three. So they're gonna have good to, to know. They <laughs> the mark of a bad of a poorly coached team right there, right? Yes. Dennis yes. Allen. Hey, if, if he goes Five and twelve this year, six and eleven. Is he going to get fired after one year? I'm going to push for it. I'm really we we pushing to get him out of here. We're not going right. to let him sell a, sell us on this guy because it's okay. not the fact that he doesn't know. It's the fact that he it's just ten years under Sean Payton. We seen what you did with Oakland. Yeah, uh, we ten years under Payton. He's doing the same thing in Oakland. He's just not meticulous enough and organized enough to be a head coach, and it shows. His little weird uh, social quirks is is obvious, man. Does he have the locker room behind him? I think half. I think a lot of people. Half. I think it's like half, defense. maybe something around there, because a lot of people is rocking with Jameis. Exactly. Jarvis, Jarvis, see, Jarvis, see Jarvis, these Jarvis, are the kind of teams the Niners beat. Jarvis. These are the kind of teams the Niners beat. Really, I think. I mean, right? I, t- like Cliff Kingsbury, t- terrible coach. Matt Rule. They just destroyed those teams. Now they did lose to Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos. I don't know how yeah. that happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. like, for example, they lost to the, the Falcons. The Falcons are a well-coached team. They're not a particularly talented team, but they play hard. They don't beat themselves. Uh, I thought they were actually a lot better prepared and well better coached than the Niners. But I, I don't know about the Saints. It seems like the Saints are like the Niners. They're underperforming. Or they, they the Niners may not be underperforming anymore. They're on a three-game winning streak. I can't say that. But it's just like, who'd they beat? The Chargers, the Rams, and Colt McCoy? Okay. It feels like this Saints team is a step up from that, even if they're not a playoff team. I don't know. What do you? Are the Saints better than the Chargers? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. From a talent perspective, they I think should be. the Saints should be. Yeah, and I think a lot of reason why the Saints are underperforming is because they don't have a leader. Oof. Bottom line, that's what it comes down to. Good point, in, huh? Any con- right? Any con- it was Drew Brees and Sean Payton. They're both gone, and now there's a leadership void. It was supposed to be Jameis, but then they took it away from him. It's yeah, definitely not Andy Dalton. It can't nope. be Andy Dalton. It's nope. not Dennis Allen. Ooh, that's nope. a good point. That's a good point. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, that so sucks. that's why we're four and seven right now. And like you said, if you got if you're relying on a twenty million dollar quarterback and you you relegating them to and saying, well, he's not healthy enough to play. Now remember, Dennis yeah. Allen, you know this better than anybody. Dennis Allen misspeaks a lot. He doesn't apologize when he stinks it up. He classifies it as a bad day at the office and all this kind. When he lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's when I got upset. I got up on here and I blew this whole damn thing up. I yeah. got up here and I said, there's no freaking stinking way in the world that the Saints, as good as they are, should have lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is one of the worst teams in the NFL. They could not run the ball, couldn't do a damn thing, but they were able to beat the Saints by double digits. And then Dennis Allen got up there and said it's a bad day at the office. I, I, that just done me right there because he doesn't have the leadership capabilities. A lot of stuff I talk about on the show all the time, this man doesn't have. And it's not like he can go to leadership school and get these, these things. So if the Saints are going to win games, it's going to be, because they internally have uh, guys like Demario Davis, Cam Jordan, guys uh, that are actual leaders that know what they need to do to mm. galvanize Elvin Kamara and the rest of those guys on offense, Jarvis Landry. They're going to have to take it from a player's uh, 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 ownership and move it forward. Now, I was asking where the player-only meetings and things that would happen when the Saints were five and uh, – what, four and five or whatever yeah. the case may be. You know, two. why we got to this point? Mm-hmm. So the players are going to have to elevate the team because the coach damn sure can't do it. 
it feels like this is a critical week for the Saints. If they lose, they're four and eight. If, yeah. g- g- goodbye. Your season's yeah. over at four and eight. If you win, if you win and beat the and beat the 49ers, Big. now you're five and seven. Maybe. And you're right in it with your – you're right in contention in your division, and you just beat the team that everyone says is the, the team to beat. So the, who are you, New Orleans Saints? Are you a team that's going to yes. fly across country and lay down, or are you going to fly across country and make a statement? Because, again, I really feel the Niners – they're professionals, but there is no way they're going to have the urgency in this game that they are gonna that they had last week or that they're going to have next week. This is it. They're coming off a big a big road trip, and it's a short week for them. This is it. This is your season. What are you going to do? Man, Grant, man, we need to hire Grant to go down there and bullhorn. You already just said, family? We need to get Grant down there to bull. Who are you, New Orleans Saints? That yeah. is well said, bro. Uh, listen, fam, let's, like, let's, let's, Grant, tell the family members about your platform and where they can find you, my friend. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. Search Grant Cohn, C-O-H-N. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, I write for sportsillustrated.com. So that's uh, si.nfl.com slash nfl slash 49ers. I don't even know. I'm around, man. I'm, I'm obnoxious. You'll probably find me even if you don't want to find me. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I got your, your Twitter up there. That's Twitter. There he is on Twitter. Appreciate right you, there. man. Thank you um, so much. You know, you the man, bro. And there's his, yeah. uh, his uh, YouTube right there, Grant Cone, man. Get on there and, and hit him. You see the man dropping dimes. He's a 49er man, but he's a smart guy. He knows his team. He's thorough. He's Thank very you. thorough, man. Thank so, Grant, appreciate once again, it. man, I appreciate you dropping some some dimes and showing shining some light on the Who That Nation about the 49ers, man. Hopefully we can get this thing. I think it'll be an interesting game, but you're right. Who are you, New Orleans Saints? This is the statement game to see how that goes. This was a lot of fun. Let's do this again next time the Niners and Saints play. Absolutely, bro. Hey, hey bro, after the game, if you got some time, bro, for the recap, feel free, win, lose, or draw. You're more than welcome to come and, 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 and drop some game on the sports coma, bro. We in here. All right. Let's talk. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, man. That's Grant, man. And shout out to the Who That Nation. We appreciate all y'all for chiming in this episode. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and also remember for the pro shops. I know we got uh, several pro shops, but right now there's sales going on, obviously, for uh, the Black Friday and the cyber uh, sales is going on, online cyber sales. You can get up to 20 to 60% off on Sports Coma gear. And, hey, we got a, uh, we got our designers working on a Fire DA shirt. That should be out over the next day. So, man, I'm leading the charge. But then again, if you get this win, there's still going to be people talking about firing his ass. So, <laughs> by the way, if we lose a draw, you're going to have to get to the playoff for me to back That's up. how it is in the Bay, though. Like, when the Niners lose, people are like, oh, it's time to fire Kyle Sanahan. But when, it, when they win, they're like – is this the best team in the entire league? It's very, it's very yeah, bipolar out here. It's yeah, he funny. Tro- they, he trolling yeah. the people. That's what it is. They lay down there, and then they come back and give you a good performance. See, it's hard to get them toxic turby guy, but Dennis Allen ain't like that. Dennis Allen is is, is definitely <laughs> one side. We, we ain't double thanking his ass, bro. I promise. You <laughs> All right, so that, there we go. So, but thank you, Grant. Much love to the fam, man. We're gonna holler at y'all on the flip side. Who that to you? We out. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in. That was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town. Duck down. Falcons pluck get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you can probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that too. The who that daily.com. That's right. The who that daily.com. Your one stop shop for everything. New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.